On this episode of the Anthony Bradley Show, I am having a conversation with Mr. Kent Carroll. He is the president of the Chi Psi fraternity at Clemson University. Chi Psi is recognized as one of the fraternities across the country who are building better men. And specifically at Clemson, uh, they are building better men by creating space for college men to address their mental health issues and issues related to their physical well-being. And I wanted to talk with Kent to see what they're doing and why. And I am excited to have you join us for this conversation. I am excited today, really thrilled to have Kent Carroll join us on the Anthony Bradley Show. We're going to have a conversation about fraternities. I'm currently writing a book on fraternities, and I think fraternities have gotten a really bad rap. And I was really struck by something I recently saw that the Kaisai fraternity is doing there at Clemson. And I was really, really impressed by the leadership of, of Kai Sai there at Clemson. And I wanted to talk to them. I wanted to see what's going on. So I asked their current president, Kent Carroll, to join us to have a conversation about fraternity life and Greek life there at Clemson. Kent, thank you so much for joining us. We're glad to have you. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Before we talk about some of the things that you guys are doing, I mean, I, I was really impressed specifically because you guys are addressing uh, issues of mental health and physical health. I'm just curious to know your own background, could you just tell us a little bit about where you're from, what your major is, what you plan on doing after Clemson? Sure. I'm a junior from Charlotte, North Carolina. I'm a computer science major with a cybersecurity minor. I'm not exactly sure what I want to do with that, but definitely something in hacking because that kind of sounds fun to me. Okay. That's great. Yeah. You'll have plenty of job opportunities in cybersecurity. That is for sure. What kind of high school did you go to? I went to a, a small private high school called uh, Charlotte Country Day. Okay. And when you were in high school and you, you were looking at colleges, you looked at Clemson and a bunch of other schools, I'm, I'm imagining. Is that right? Definitely in the North Carolina area, South Carolina area. I really like Clemson because of like, it's a great football team. Okay. And I heard their computer science program was great and the engineering was awesome. So in okay. case I didn't want to do computer science, I wanted to transfer. That sounded good to me. Okay. Now, I'm also a Clemson alum. I just want to let everybody know that. And so I'm just curious to know, did you did you happen to look at the University of South Carolina? Did you apply there? Were you going to be a Gamecock? I don't think my parents could let me be a Gamecock. We were always Clemson all the way. Okay, okay. All right, that's great. Because if he had said yes, this interview would have been over. Thanks, <laughs> thanks, Kent, for, for joining us today. Yes, sir. You were in high school. Were you, were you thinking about joining a fraternity? I mean, what, what made you consider, hey, when I go to college, I want to, I want to make sure I join a frat? Well, I wouldn't join one for the wrong reasons at first. I thought it was going to be fun, like a lot of partying, getting to meet girls. But it really didn't turn out to be like that for me at all. And that was really cool for me. And when you were in high school, what do you think gave you that image that it was going to be about partying and the girls and the drinking and all that kind of stuff? Where did you get that idea from, do you think? Definitely from the media. The media always is talking about fraternities. They're always on the news about bad things happening. And that's all you really hear about. You hear about the partying and all the drinking and that stuff. Okay. You've been in a Kai Sai for how long? Two years. Two years. How would you compare the friendships that you have now versus the ones that you had in high school? What are some of the, the differences there, would you say? Well, I'm very close to my friends in high school. I still am to this day, but my Kaisei brothers are really like my family. 
it's really awesome because any Kaisai meet that's not at Clemson, they also treat me like their brother, which is a really cool experience to have. That sense of brotherhood is really important. And you use, you use the word family. So one, one of the things that data shows is that the guys are, are wanting to join fraternities because it's kind of a, a family away from home. And there is a mm-hmm. real sense of brotherhood and that kind of connection is really something that draws guys to want to be in, in fraternities. And I, I would say it's one of the things that makes them good. And that's that's a debate, right? Uh, why are fraternities good? There's an abolished Greek life movement that's popular right now. It's growing all over the country. But I am convinced that fraternities are actually really good things. If, if someone were to ask you, as someone who is in a fraternity, now the president of your fraternity, why are fraternities good? Why do we need them? What would you say, right? Because people think, well, fraternities just make this turn guys into tools and douchebags and they, they sexually assault women. They just been drinking and get drunk. Why is being in Greek life and being in a fraternity something good for college men to do? Well, it's really probably the best thing I think someone can be a part of in their time in college because we're giving men these leadership roles that can teach them so many skills that you wouldn't have gotten without joining fraternity. It's pretty much like running a company, except we're all volunteers and we're all working really, really hard to further this. And it's awesome to be a part of. And outside of of any leadership opportunities, what are some other good things that you've experienced? Everyone being there for me. um, We're not just all about parties. Every guy that I have made a connection with cares about me and I care about them more than anything. And we really put each other above ourselves. You're really interested in caring about each other and you want to make sure that your brother is is in a good spot, right? Right. And you guys are willing, it sounds, to do whatever is necessary to make sure that that happens. We are now in the beginning of sort of spring rush season. And for my listeners who don't understand the process, can you kind of walk us through how one becomes a member of a fraternity from the informational meeting all the way to initiation. How does that process work at Clemson and and how how do you guys do it? Sure. So Clemson, it's a week long process. It starts off the week with something called smokers where every fraternity sets up their tent outside and anyone who's rushing can go to the tents they're interested in to meet some of the brothers. Once the smokers is over, the fraternity will then go back and vote for the next round for the rushies that they liked. And this round will be either at a bar or restaurant. And once again, you'll be meeting brothers. The fraternity will then go back again, vote for the final round, which is at the fraternity house usually. And then brothers will then vote on who gets bids and they're given out at the end of the week. So it's a very short process. The rushies will then be able to accept or decline the bids that they're given. And then once you join a fraternity, pledging is an eight week long process of learning about the fraternity and getting to know brothers better. What kinds of things do you guys do during the eight weeks? The pledges get to know the brothers. Well, they're given leadership opportunities right from the start, whether that be with social events, they can be part of our social committee, philanthropy committee, or brotherhood committee. So they can help plan events along with us. So when they hop into positions, when they're a little bit older, they'll know how to run the fraternity. And when they're doing that, they really get to know brothers because it's like a job. It's like where they're co-worker. So you all get them involved right in the beginning in actually running the day-to-day operations of a fraternity life. They're just not there just kind of hanging out. You actually invite them to participate in what you guys are doing. Yes, exactly. They become really familiar 
with the fraternity during the whole process. At the end, I'd imagine they're in a really good spot to make a decision about whether or not this is something they, they really want to do. Are guys able to back out at any point in the process oh, or how, how, does, yes. how does that work? We've had guys in the past who they don't really have the time to do it. Their time management skills aren't great. So they'll just ask to back out. And it's we always have great connections with them afterwards. And we still talk to them to this day for the most part. And for you personally, I'm wondering, there are lots of good fraternities at, at Clemson. I play Alpha Phi Alpha at Clemson. Lots of great fraternities. I'm going to argue because I'm biased as a Clemson alum that Clemson has some of the best fraternities in America because of the way that we do Greek life. And I'm curious to know, what was it specifically about Kai Sai for you that made you want to be, that made you want to say, I want to be with this group of guys? What stood out to you in that pledge process for you? When I first looked at Kai Sai, there were only actually eight active brothers. We got down to a very small number. And my pledge class was around 13 guys. And I was recruited by a couple of national guys who came in to try to rebuild us. Along with my pledge class, we all saw a lot of potential and really making a name for ourselves in Clemson because of how small we got. The ceiling was through the roof. It was crazy how much we could do with this. And we were all given leadership positions as pledges, which is not normal for most fraternities to do. One of our vice presidents was actually a pledge at the time. I was given wellness chair. So we were really treated like brothers and not pledges, which is something I've never really heard of. I just hear about the hazing. So I really saw an opportunity. That's great. And you took advantage of it, which I think is really awesome. I really, really commend you for stepping and doing that. There's a lot of guys uh, your age who wouldn't be able to, to take advantage of those opportunities and say, you know what? I think I'm going to do it. I think I'm going to take the risk and go ahead and do that. So kudos for you for Ethan being willing to serve the fraternity and your brothers in that way. What are some things that make Kai Sai distinctive? Like I said, there are lots of great fraternities on the campus of Clemson. There's some things that are unique about what you guys are doing that make you guys stand out, which is, again, why I wanted to have you guys on this podcast. What are some of those uh, distinctives? We're really distinct because the genuine personal relationships that you make with others. And when you're being recruited, we're not trying to sell you the fraternity, but rather show you the incredible opportunity of lifelong friends that you'll make with our group and any Kaisai around the nation. And how do you go about helping guys experience those potential lifelong friendships and relationships as they're pledging? What does that look like? We have a lot of different brotherhood events, whether it's cornhole, a cookout. We give them all these opportunities to be as close with these guys as they can be. Do pledges have opportunities to maybe do one-on-one lunches or hang out, do meals, all that kind of stuff? Or, or is it only sort of big group things? We definitely like for pledges to go eat with brothers who are active in the fraternity so they get to know them better. We also encourage them to go hang out with a couple brothers a couple times a week just to get to know them better. That's great. What's the mission of Kai Sai? Well, our exact mission is to create and maintain an enduring society, which encourages the sharing of traditions and values, respect for oneself and others, and responsibility to the university and community. Now, is that something that a a pledge has to memorize? Uh, No, it actually, we do not make them memorize that. Okay. Is that something that you all explain to them during the process? Oh, definitely. It's one of the 
first things that we talk about is the values that we have at Kaisai and how they need to be using those values every single day. And how do you hope as president to apply those values and that and that mission this year? I mean, how, what are you what are you thinking about for the kind of culture you want you want to create? Really holding each other accountable for everything that we're doing to try to make ourselves better men. And that's what our main goal is of Kaisa is to make better men. And if we hold each other accountable, then it's hard to mess up. Right. That makes complete sense. One of the things that I, I noticed when I went to the national website, you guys have a, a couple of values that I, I really thought were extraordinary. Would love to get some of your thoughts on these. One of them is that. Kaisai is a unique brotherhood that forges among individuals a lasting bond that transcends self-interest and the limitations of time or place. And I was I was really, really struck by, by this idea that it is intending to forge these lasting bonds that transcends self-interest. What does that what does that mean for you guys? How do you how do you put each other in position to transcend self-interest? What what are you guys doing there? We really have a culture here at Clemson Kaisai of putting brothers above ourselves. Like if a brother is ever in need any time of the day or night, we are always all there for them. If they put in the group chat, hey, I'm really not doing well, guys, he will be flooded with texts to make sure he is okay and he's getting the help that he needs. That's just an expectation in terms of what the culture is like, right? Right. Is that something that you think all guys need, or is it just something fraternity guys need? Is it, is it just something that sort of just created in your fraternity culture, or is that something that all, all college guys need and that being in your fraternity provides them an opportunity to actually get that? I think every guy needs some sort of support system like we have, but it's I don't think there is one in the world right now. And mostly it's just fraternities or these organizations that have mental health help and stuff like that. One of the other uh, values that I, th- I thought was really interesting, and this will kind of help us segue into the into some of the mental health things that you guys are doing, is that Kaisai is committed to the growth of the individual in a social environment that nurtures integrity and dignity and maturity while enjoying shared college experiences. If a pledge reads that, hears that from you during the the pledge process, what should he expect to see during his time or experience with Kaisai to live out that value, being committed to growth in a social environment that nurtures integrity, dignity, and maturity, while also having a good time with, with each other? Yeah. Well, Pledge should read that statement and know he's in great hands with us and that we're a fraternity that really cares about his college experience and his friendship, his academics, and uh, even establishing alumni connections. Now, switching gears here for just a moment, I was really, really interested in this emphasis that you guys have on mental health and uh, physical health. Uh, You guys are, are really committed, as you said earlier, to making each other better men. And my guess is that that you intend in Kaisai for a man to be a better man when he leaves Kaisai than when he came in. And to do that, that requires a lot of care, a lot of support, a lot of encouragement. Like you said, being there for each other. Those are the kind of things that, that you guys are doing in your in your fraternity culture, while also, of course, uh, having fun and a great time doing so. 
You mentioned earlier that when you first joined, you were able to, to be involved in some of the mental health and physical health initiatives. What got you interested in that? Well, in high school, I had friends who struggled a lot with mental health, and I really saw how much it affected them. And when I first came to college, I had very similar experiences with my mental health, and I saw how big of a problem it was that men don't really talk about that. What are some of the the mental health issues that college guys face that people may not realize? I think the average image of a fraternity guy is someone who is arrogant, kind of type A, someone who probably selfish, is closed off. But I think what's true, and the data bears this out as well, is that college guys face the same kind of mental health issues as, as other people face. What are some of the ones that you think college guys have that a lot of people may not realize? Well, a lot of it we don't know, but we do know that men tend to have higher suicide rates and substance abuses that women don't usually have, especially in this time in college, we're the most vulnerable to that. It's a problem that not a lot of people are trying to have initiative on or fix. Right. That also includes issues. I think I've also read related to anxiety is also huge. Depression, all those things are huge. And what's interesting is that isolation makes those things worse, right? So if you're in Mm -hmm. college and you're struggling with your mental health, being alone and being disconnected from other people actually make all of those things worse. And that's really why what you guys are doing with, I believe they're called gentlemen's clubs, are really extraordinary opportunities for guys to get help. Can you explain to us what that is and what your meetings are like? Sure. So uh, gentlemen's club started two years ago when I was pledging and I was the wellness chair. We started having gentlemen's club once a week where everyone was just welcome to talk about what's on their mind. And it was really an open space where guys can get out what's bothering them in their life socially, academically, or even physically. The wellness chair has mental health resources from our national office and from Clemson, and they can be anywhere from CAPS, which is the mental health initiative on campus, or uh, Talkspace, which is where our nationals has. It's a website where you can go on and anonymously chat with someone about your mental health. And the mental health or wellness chair's job is not to exactly give advice, but it's more to just listen and give advice if it's asked for. And it's really a place where brothers help each other and talk about their mental health. Walk us through like a a typical meeting. When do you guys meet? How long is it? What is it? What do you guys actually do? So it's usually on Wednesday nights after everyone's done with class. It's around 8 p.m. So everyone should have done most of their work by then. Pretty much the wellness chair will open up saying, does anyone have anything they really want to talk about? Sometimes it takes a while for guys to start talking. It doesn't just have to be negative things. Some guys will talk about how they're having a great week mentally, how they've aced the test, and we really support them and cheer them on, encourage them more. But sometimes there will be guys who are struggling mentally, and they can take a long time to talk, and we will all sit there and listen. There have been some meetings that went on for two hours for some guys to just talk through everything. And for you personally, how have those meetings been helpful for you? So when I first became wellness chair, coincidentally, I was not doing great mentally and no one really knew that. I still was given the job for wellness chair. I was unhappy with everything. I was lonely. Like you said, I was isolating myself from everyone and it was really not helping me. And I was on the verge of transferring from Clemson. I was about to start applying to other schools. So I was really, really unhappy. And after going to the gentlemen's club 
for the first few weeks, I started to really get support from guys who had very similar experiences before joining Kaisai. And we really shared how we've all gone through the same thing. Because that's the reason I'm still in Clemson today. Wow, that's extraordinary. Thanks for, for sharing that. I think some of the data that, that I've read is that a lot of guys feel like they have to kind of live the life on their own and that they're on their own and that nobody believes in them and nobody supports them. And the fact that you guys are willing to do this with each other is probably not what people think typical fraternity life is like. And as I said earlier, you guys seem to be committed to building each other up. In fact, I know that you are just based on what we said. You're right. You know, earlier you mentioned that if you look at the media, I think television and movies and news stories really do give fraternity life, fraternity culture, a really, really bad rap. And it's just unfair because I think there's some guys that need to be in Greek life. I'm going to say there's some guys that need to be in Kaisai in particular, and they're going to miss out on opportunities to really grow as men and be better men by the time they leave Clemson because they've seen some movies or they heard a news story or their parents are really, really uncertain about it. And I think for you as president, I mean, you have this opportunity to really shape the culture and what you guys do this year is really going to be an extraordinary opportunity to make sure that the values that you guys uh, want to instill in your fraternity are going to continue by recruiting and, and pledging the right kind of guys. During the informational meeting or even during the class process or even when all the stuff is over and people here on the campus of Clemson, Kai Sai, what kind of things do you want people to associate your fraternity with? What, what kind of things do you want people to think when they hear that phrase, when they hear Kai Sai at Clemson, what do you want to immediately come, come to mind? Well, I really want us to be a fraternity that goes beyond that negative stigma against most fraternities. And I want to be considered a welcoming environment of quality men where girls feel safe around. And that's what we love is when girls say, I really feel safe at Kai's side. That really makes us feel great. And we want our pledges to know that when they come in and graduate four years later, they'll be a better man if, than if he had not joined Kai's side. And you're at the informational meeting. There's a group of guys sitting in front of you and you're the president and you're going to give this pitch for why someone should pledge Kai Sai. What would you say? What's the short answer to that one? I think anyone who's interested in rushing us should because there's no other fraternity that will give you the support and encouragement, not just through college, but also life. We are looking for any guys who are wanting to better themselves through intellectual, moral, and social lives. And it will make a difference in their lives because I know I'm going to be there for the brothers, for my brothers for the rest of my life. And I also know that they'll be there for me. When you graduate from Clemson here in a couple of years, when you look back on your, on your time at Clemson and you think about your fraternity experience, what do you think is going to stand out to you? When I first came into Clemson, I was extremely shy and reserved, and I even had some brothers thinking I was going to drop the fraternity when I was pledging because I was just so quiet. And once I joined Kaisai and became a leader, my social skills and my confidence skyrocketed. And I would never have thought four years ago that I'd be a fraternity president. And I can honestly say that I would still be the kid too afraid to talk if it wasn't for Kaisai. So Kaisai really opened you out, really helped you see some of your strengths. I think one of the advantages, one of the awesome things about the pledging process and, and being initiated is that you help guys find their strength and then you invite them to use their strength 
in the fraternity to make the lives of their brothers better and the lives of the community better. And, and those are things that outside of sports at Clemson, because of the, the culture dad bills built with a football team, there's just not a lot of other places on the campus where a guy can get that kind of development. And so I'm going to say, I'm going to say, I won't so strongly say you'd be an idiot not to pledge a fraternity, but it's a really, really good idea to pledge a fraternity while you're at Clemson. And it seems like that what you guys are doing here at Kai Sai is, is extraordinary. And I just want to commend you, Kent, as a president, for being committed to creating a culture where you're building better men. Thank you so much. You are building men who are not committed to the stereotype. You want men who want to be better men. I'm going to say that if you want to be a better man, if, if you're listening to this and you're either in high school or you're not in a fraternity at Clemson, you need to give these guys a chance. Come by, get to know them, contact a Kent Carroll, check them out because they are pledging themselves to you to make you the best man that, that, that you can be. Kent Carroll, thank you so much. The president of Chi Psy Fraternity at Clemson University, we are delighted to hear your story, what you guys are doing. So impressed, really proud of you. If I were the president of Clemson University, you would be one of my key examples, models of the best that Greek life has for Clemson and for Greek life in general. So thanks again for being on the show today. Thank you so much. It's been an honor. Thank you.